0: Let's face it, Damian Williams in the captain's spot was about as obvious as whether or not this is actually a mobile podcast or not. Let's close the 2019 doghouse, get prepared for the 2020 version. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter, at Dog underscore13. That is R O Y D A W G underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. Let's put it this way, folks. This is episode 80. If you haven't figured it out by now, you got problems. What a hell of a Super Bowl, eh? Went exactly to plan. I knew that the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win. Unfortunately, that means that the San Francisco 49ers lost, which is what I was expecting. And in typical 2019 playoff fashion, the Kansas City Chiefs came from behind again from double-digit points. Basically made the game look not even close. Of course, at 54 points over and under knew was a little bit too high. I think we all kind of just figured it with the San Francisco defense, we had to kind of respect it, but at the same point in time, this was not an offense like what the San Francisco 49ers had faced in the playoffs. You know, against the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. It was just it was just too much much for the defense hell of a season though for the san francisco 49ers who just came up too short we'll be seeing how they react to this loss in their off-season moves which of course i'll be starting to work on this week damien williams said it in the article right at the fucking top right in right in the introduction said I'm not making the same mistake twice now he did get lucky at the end to rip off that that 50 yarder you know touchdown run but uh, hey I'm still chalking it up as a win I did call it correct on Patrick Mahomes Instead said if his high end was going to be two, t- two throwing touchdowns at the most figured he'd probably get that rushing touchdown. Now, it did piss me off that he got that rushing touchdown. To open the touchdown scoring, I had Damian Williams' opening TD. It would have been a 4x, oh, excuse me, that would have been an 8x return on that uh, prop bet. But I did have the Damian Williams' anytime touchdown, so I guess, you know, it is what it is, hit 11 and 16 bets, including props like uh, the tails tails on the coin toss so i figured once i hit that one i was just like oh uh it's going to be a good day now i have figured out where i can do betting so i will take start taking a look this next season at betting but i would not 100% trust me in the betting department I'm just telling you, I have an opening for betting when I make my runs to Indiana and I can lay down my bets. Whatever I lay down in bets next season, I will make sure to tell you and I will have them in before the weekend for each NFL week. So going back down through the article, from what I can remember, just basically all of it. Take a look. Patrick Mahomes was the only quarterback that I had written down. Had to have him to hit.
1: It
0: was kind of unfortunate. Because I I pretty much faded him except for one lineup. I had to have one lineup in each. You know, DK and, and FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel didn't do all that great. Had 100 bucks and I made half of it back. But, I mean, it's mostly for fun. Uh, DK... Um, that would have been my best. Actually, I had two Patrick Mahomes, I believe, on there. I finished at about 114. So I had about what was it? I can't remember. It's somewhere around like 60, 70 bucks. And brought back 275. And then on my prop bet, on my betting, I put in about 55, 60 bucks. It pulled out 140 on that. So. Overall, I mean, you can put, you know, you basically look at about a little over 200 bucks put in, you know, and you pull about 450 out. That's a hell of a week, especially for just one game, so it is what it is. Running backs, Damian Williams, of course, I said at the top, MVP. He's going to be my MVP in four of it, at least four of five lineups on each site. He ended up making it in all my lineups was good because he scored about 48 points on DK. I didn't see what the final tally was on FanDuel because he was losing about half a point per catch, but it was somewhere right around there, up in the 40s. (coughs) Uh, Raheem Mostert, he was okay, but for the price price of it, um, really wanted to pay down which really sucks I mean Mostert actually wasn't doing it too bad he was averaging about 40 yards of carry so he was getting it he was getting it done they just I for whatever reason San Francisco got off script when they got ahead and they decided that they wanted to throw which was just a terrible fucking idea I just don't get what the hell they were thinking but any which way it is what it is now who's the guy that you had to have in there Kyle check Put him in there. I said, who was going to be my Anthony Furkser this week? Because you had to hit on your extreme value guy. check was the guy. Beautiful freaking catch for a touchdown early in the game. I swear to God, I was hoping that he was going to get that second touchdown would have helped everybody because he was sitting anywhere from seven and a half he was the I played the DK Million Maker and he was sitting at seven and a half percent all so mostly if you played in the SE contest stuff like that he was lower now JK in the chat, he said he had him at three and a half, which means that he should have cash. Did not see him put up a screenshot. Was hoping to see it. Hoping to see it. Wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, it is over on the prop, 77 yards. Liked him. We had actually him and Kelsey go off kind of sucks, but you did not need to have Kelsey to cash other wide receivers that we had. We looked at Debo Samuel, uh, did really well in the first half. Second half, not so much. Chiefs started really keying in on him. Um, God, oh, Demarcus Robinson, bastard, bastard, didn't even have a fucking catch. Um uh, Manuel Sanders flamed out. If he would have caught that touchdown at the end, would have been great. Would have been great, but Jimmy Garoppolo let him way too much. So that sucked. Other guys that you could have had. God Kendrick Bourne. He was on my he was on my radar. He was it was really between Sanders and Bourne. <coughs> um I went with Sanders. Figured he'd see a little bit more in the slot. Then you saw Kendrick Bourne start really kind of taking off in the second half. Um, I don't exactly know how he got 6.2 points. I don't remember him getting about 40-some-odd 40, 40 yards. But it's neither here nor there. Uh, the guy that I really missed on again, that fucking Sammy Watkins. And I'll fade him every damn time every damn time. Got it done. Got about was it, 14 points on DK and I gotta look at the stats on that because I'm just like, really? Really? He scored that many points? For his price, I was willing to punt more um, with the other wide receivers to try and fit in like, you know, Hill, Mahomes, uh, Williams and Kelsey and stuff like that. Uh, George Kittle, so I I'm really I'm not happy that he's that he did what he did, but at the same point in time I don't regret the decision. Um like I said, Sammy Watkins, he's gonna be a fade every fucking time. He can't help it. At some point it was going the floor was gonna, you know, come out from underneath him. Fortunately it wasn't this week. Don't get sucked into him for next season. Let's make ourselves a promise not to get sucked into him again. Tight ends. Kelsey got the touchdown. Had roughly about 16 points, I believe. Uh, George Kittle, not so much. Um, But he wasn't a bad play. Shimmy G just got really erratic. It was kind of the same thing with Devo Samuel. He had Samuel open on a couple of hits. Um, Kittle was really disappointing at the end of the second half when they, they called that offensive pass interference. Didn't necessarily agree with it. Um, they should have just let him have it. But it's neither here nor there. We don't make those decisions. Uh, the kickers, uh, went into the chat and they actually talked about that. Um, then you can use Harrison Butker or Robbie Gould uh, for pivot options, uh, cheap options. Uh, Robbie Gould was actually the better one of the two. Um, I actually went with Butker and it didn't really work out. I scored, what, for eight points? So I guess it really wasn't too bad. But... Uh, Yeah, so they ended up about. They ended up about even. I think Robbie Gould may, with the yardage bonus, actually exceed him a little bit. So, not too bad. Not too bad of pivots. I mean, if he, especially, um, if you were able to hit on all the other ones, um, didn't help. Didn't hurt you. Didn't kill you. Uh, I saw a lot of people had 49ers defense, and I was just like, I don't know why you're doing that if we're expecting this game to really kind of be up in scoring. That's kind of why I faded out the defenses and said none. Um, I had somebody actually ask me if it would have been a good pivot play, you know, uh, a contrarian play. And I said, no, that's, that's actually contrarian, it's kind of dumb um, I know we had questions on like Kevin Teddy Coleman um, really weird like he ripped off a real nice run there in the first half and he was really involved and then he didn't get involved in the second half um, and I didn't hear or see anything about it it just didn't see him really getting involved so <clears throat> I don't know if something occurred with that shoulder. Have to really kind of take a look into that one, but um, was not on Tevin Coleman whatsoever. Uh, actually, my, my one and done's, I actually went with Matt Breida and and check. I uh, figured one or the other because all I had left was Coleman, Darwin Thompson, um, Breida, Jeff Wilson, which was intriguing that Jeff Wilson was there. And then uh, uh, use check, so at least I got the points out of use check uh, for this week. But it is what it is. Breed I think, was actually inactive, and I didn't realize it before the game started. I wish I would have. I would have switched out, out to uh, Wilson or Coleman. But it is what it is. So that's the end of the 2019 season. We have our our champs in the Kansas City Chiefs, winning Super Bowl 54, 100-year anniversary of the NFL. But we're moving on to year 101, year 5 of the doghouse, the 2020 version. (coughs) And we have some possibilities and stuff going on in the horizon. (coughs) First things first, the articles will not change. We'll continue to do them same way. Spreadsheets will change a little bit. The plan is when we get the NFL schedule after the draft, that's what I'm going to start working on the spreadsheet, along with you know the uh, draft guide that will be putting that I will be putting back out. I hope to expand on that. I'm going to work on it in this off season. Add a few things in there. Get everything kind of changed up. Get that little bit more towards perfection, right? Never going to be perfect, but you always strive to be perfect. That's the continuation goal every single year. Add to it. Get closer to perfection. Perfection. This last year was very, very good. Both seasonally and DFS wise. The work is getting closer. Real close. Now, everybody knows I do not use an optimizer. I want to figure this shit out in my head. I want to get the upper hand on the competition. It's getting closer. It got a little bit closer this year for cash. We saw it. We always had what we needed for GPPs. The thing that we needed to do was just get that lineup just fine-tuned, corrected. And that's going to start with the article. That's going to start with the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet needs to be done before we ever hit the season. All the way through. Because the thing that I found with Pro Football Focus when I give you the color rating on the advantage-disadvantage chart I found a real fucking hiccup in there. And I don't know if conspiracy-wise if they did it on purpose or if the person who was doing it is really stupid and lazy. I'm going to lead with stupid and lazy. The thing that I was finding was they were messing up the percent advantage-disadvantages on half of the the matchups. Let's not even worry about whether or not they got the fucking matchup correct in the first place, which is definitely something that I'm going to, you know, continue to keep looking at. They were fucking up the advantage-disadvantage ratings between wide receivers and cornerbacks, tight ends, and safeties. So having the spreadsheets done before the season, all of them, all 17 weeks, including Thanksgiving, All that needs to be done so I can focus on those little nuances that may hold the key to success and failure. I'm going to change up the look a little bit. I'm going to try and get that offensive offensive line, advantage, disadvantage, put over to the offense where it belongs. And we're going to try and install offensive DVOA for 17 weeks. So you'll have that same little line that we had week in and week out. You can see the ebbs and flows. I want to do that for the offense this year. So I'm going to work on that. Hopefully that's going to kind of clean stuff up a little bit in there, make everything a little bit, you know, more co- coherent. Another thing, Pro Football Reference. When we're looking at the DVP numbers, <clears throat> I don't know if I f- if I mentioned this or if I failed to mention it. So I'm going to treat it like I failed to mention it. While we were going through the bye weeks, I started noticing something. But it was too late in the season to really change stuff. So I let it run. Understanding 2020 I was changing this. They fucked that up too. And what it was... Was they were not putting into context... any team that had faced a bye week already. So, the numbers were off by a hair. You know, one or two uh, ranking positions, you know, say 24th ranked when they should have been, uh, 22nd or maybe 26th in DVP against positions. So, I'm hoping to go through that and have something added into there as well. Probably going to be in the DVOA chart that we had, <coughs> where it you know pulls the data and puts it into wherever I need it. It's probably going to end up being in that page, pulling in there. Not really too important, but it is important. Stuff to change. That could lead to more success over some of our failings. We're going to continue to run the seasonal DVOA charts um, for our uh, waiver pickups, uh, free agent pickups, guys to watch. We're going to continue to do that because that was really successful. Nobody was doing it. Nobody in the industry has that fucking chart. That is our chart. And that will continue to be our chart. What else is going to be new? Podcasts? I'm going to make a avatar, a front page type picture, something, just so I have something to where I can outlet this podcast out to other distribution areas, Apple Podcasts, uh, um, oh, you know what I mean, some of the other podcast uh, sites that you guys go to, I can outlet to about five or six other sites but I need a picture. I'm gonna do something. I don't know what it is. If anybody who listens to this, anybody in the chat has a dog, I'm looking for a front face picture of either a pit bull type breed or a bulldog type breed. If somebody's willing to give me that picture, I can use it. I want to ghost the picture of the dog into something. So if somebody doesn't mind getting me that picture, that would be terrific and very much appreciated. What else are we going to do? I'm tinkering with the idea of doing video. Probably something along the lines of something on Twitch. I don't want to do YouTube because YouTube's been coming down on a lot of people. They don't really care much for swearing. Twitch doesn't give a shit. Twitch is also easier to get monetization from for a podcast. Live stream. Whatever. All it takes is subscribers. Likes. All that type of deal. So we're gonna do the twitch thing. I'm trying to I'm gonna get my hands in some software so we can go through and you can watch and see what I'm looking at through the season off of my screen. Be real easy to install, get it going, live video it, whatever. It's something else that I want to add. Now we are tinkering, and I say we because I have a buddy Does who just got his degree in IT, and he wanted to tinker around with making a website, so we're going to try and make a website. Now what does that mean? It means it's going to be easier for everyone to access the information. Even be able to click a link, go to the Twitch video, go to the podcast, go to the article, go to the spreadsheet. Whatever I put out, it's going to be easier. What's that going to cost? For me, no idea. No idea how much this is going to cost me. How much is it going to cost you? Nothing. This continues to be free. I don't work for anybody. Except for myself. So as long as that continues to happen, the information continues to be free. I said, do not worry about me. Do not worry about... What I'm making. If I'm good enough... I will make it through my own play. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it will continue to be. I mean, of course, unless somebody comes around and... Wants to give me a lot of money. But... These people... These experts... These analysts, they don't make a shit ton. I make more than them just driving a truck. Way more than them driving a truck. I'll put in my own time. I'll put in my own money. I will be going to Vegas for the NFL draft again. Got a bunch of monies going on around this year. We are going to do podcasts from Vegas. We are going to look to do live blogging, vlogging, whatever the hell it's called, flogging. No, we don't flog, no, because that, that hurts people. But we'll be blogging and everything from from Vegas, uh, kind of bringing the sights and sounds. Uh, we do have an added uh, trip earlier before the draft. We will be going to Phoenix um, and visiting my my dear mother and hanging out and getting into some shenanigans down there. So expect that in April, at the end of April. Um, But starting this next week, start at this next week. Starting this week. (coughs) And actually I started it last week, but forget I said that. We started this week. 2020 starts now. I'm already working on the depth charts. Color coding the players. Getting everything set up for free agency and the draft. I'm hoping to have a better draft guide out this year. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm going to do more research going to look at more video of the players. I'm hoping to put something together. I have nearly three months to put something together. So we'll say two and a half. Want to have it done, of course, before we we ever leave to go out to Arizona and Vegas. If there's anything somebody wants or is intrigued to have any type of data type deal ask me I will see if I can get something together along with the work the push towards the 2020 season I'm also putting together something that's looking back at the 2019 system season it's all based on the DVOA And it's looking at the ebb and flows of strength and schedule. And what it's trying to do, what I'm trying to do, is show why you should not pay attention to strength and schedule. Everybody says it. Oh, we don't pay attention to strength and schedule? Well, last year they were fourth against the run. And they were eighth against the pass. So they're going to be that way again this year. Get the fuck out of here. Going to go back. Going to look at 2019 season. We're going to see what happened within there. I'm going to write up a report. You should have charts and all that type of thing. If anybody's interested in it, let me know. Because I'm going to send it out to everybody anyway. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter. But I figured this would be nice. Kind of show everybody why we don't pay attention to this, why we need to focus on now and what happens throughout the process. Yes, if you want fucking dynasty rankings again, I'll do dynasty rankings again. (sighs) No, actually that was quite fun. So, whatever you guys want, let me know. So at least I have an idea and I can put a schedule together. But I need to know now. So I can get everything together. I don't have a lot of time in my days. That 25 to 30 hours that I had each week, that's all I have. Remember, single again. So I got tons of time. So let me know what you want. Understand what we're trying to put together. And let's move forward to a very successful 2020. And as always, take care, everybody. (laughs) I'll, I'll see you next podcast. Next season podcast season 5 season 5 of the doghouse season 2 of the doghouse podcast let's do it let's win